0: a week for us in Canada, Um, especially if you are in Ontario, you understand how frustrating the past week has just been. Our Premier, uh, Doug Ford, recently announced some interesting um, restrictions, I will say. Um, They extended our stay-at-home order from four weeks to six weeks, and in addition, um, expanded the powers of the police to enforce people stay at home and also in addition now you can be questioned where are you um, where's your home give me id that shows where you live and why are you not wherever you live i think that was the part that said that i got just i was just like this guy's ridiculous that, that piece and i'll get back to that in a second aside from that there's now um blockades from those entering from manitoba and also those entering from quebec on the ground flying from those provinces and any other province within Canada is still okay because that is under the jurisdiction of the federal government. You cannot ban air travel as a provincial government. You can only ban um, roads, essentially, because that is your jurisdiction. So, unfortunately, you can still fly into Ontario if you'd like. You can fly out of Ontario if you'd like. But by road, it is currently um, pretty much under blockade. So, if you are not doing essential travel, you will be sent Now, back to this thing about police. I don't know what it is about white leaders thinking the police serves everybody equally. Expanding powers of the police to manage a virus situation is just like it, it is not productive at all. You have just given people power that they can absolutely corrupt for any other purpose than enforcing um, lockdowns at home. So, for me, I'm of the opinion that this is just a terrible, terrible decision, and I'm hopeful that it doesn't go anywhere. So, a sign, though, um, we are now, what, this is almost a year and a half, well, no, I'm exaggerating, a year and a half a month after our first initial lockdown back in March. Um, and I remember going to pick up some things from my own job at IBM, where I was essentially picking up things I, as I was leaving, because when we left back in March of 2020, we were told it would be a two-week lockdown, and everything would go back to normal, more or less kind of thing. It was like a two-week thing way back when. Here we are now, a year and some, and it doesn't seem like going back to anything that was previously 2020, is likely to come back, point blank period. It doesn't seem very likely at all. Now, it is what it is. Certainly, we have to find a way to make it work. Of course, people are doing things in the name of saving lives. My problem is, it doesn't seem like a lot of the things that this government is doing have anything to do with anything in terms of saving lives, right? If you think you're trying to save lives, certainly stay at home. That that part makes some sense. But essentially, they also then blocked outdoor um, going outside. You expanded police powers, did not do anything about sick leave, did not change any strategy about vaccinating essential workers, teachers, people who have to get a vaccine because these people have to leave their homes. If these people stop doing things, a lot of the society will essentially crumble. Like food, um, food processors... People who are in the food preparation industry need vaccination before anybody else. Why have we decided that we need to vaccinate people that are 55 plus? Why? Again, don't get me wrong. I understand that they are priority from a health perspective. But if you have a limited um, supply of vaccines, you are better off strategically using them so that your economy can reopen. Like, literally, that, that's what we had to do. The moment we knew the supply wasn't what it was going to be, we had to target the people that are going to keep our economy functioning. And if we did not do that, then clearly it is not about saving lives. It is just a strict political play. And that's how I see this currently going. It is straight up about people who vote conservative, because we already know 55 and above are more likely to vote conservative. They want to keep things working. Um, They want to keep things the way they were for their own sake. And of course, this will already have a lot of money and more likely to vote. So for me, the way this thing is looking from what I'm seeing and the way these um, conservatives are leading Ontario, it looks very, very political in terms of the execution of vaccines. That is just what I'm seeing from my eyes. I mean, and I'm hoping someone else can, you know, maybe convince me otherwise. But it is what it is. Um, We can just drop that. Last week, I was unable to talk about Prince um, Philip passing and DMX. I think DMX certainly had more impact on my life than Prince Philip ever will, quote unquote. Uh, Prince Philip obviously was a colonizer of Nigeria um, as the royal consort of Queen Elizabeth. Just want to quickly mention, it is funny, or well, not really funny now, but it's interesting that when we think of the people who colonized all of these countries, it was England, right? And people who got their independence, well, Queen Elizabeth is the person who you pretty much got your independence from. And Prince Philip, as a royal consort, was right there with her. So for a long time, Prince Philip was the person who owned my country. So, I mean, do I, will I really miss him being gone? Not particularly. Like, I don't know what he did for me as a person, but I guess a lot of leaders in the world are giving their condolences. So it is what it is. Meanwhile, though, DMX, certainly a much, you know, more impactful person to me as a black person. so yeah, all right, on to the topic for me today. Today, I just actually want to just complain. I feel like I've had so much rubbish happen due to COVID, um, obviously with Ontario now, just keeping me under shackles and pretty much house arrest. Um, I'm switching new jobs, which is exciting, but I just want to talk about one small thing that I've noticed for a really, long, really, really long time being here in Canada. And this is something that people who are on my Snapchat occasionally see me complain about, and it's jeans. Oh my God. Jeans in this country, I just feel like they are not made for black males, black females. It's just, like, jeans in this country don't fit. They rip too fast, and they just never seem to be in your size. Like, bruh. Okay, so for me, all right, um, I've always bought the same size jeans, the same size. Every single store, it is 34, 32. Without fail, 34 by 32. Same exact measurement each time. Without fail. Tell me why I will buy these particular same measurements from one store to the other. It will fit one way on one and another. I just like, is this a joke? Like, again, and I understand, obviously, it is very possible that I am the one changing um, weight. Very possible. And I do not debate that at all. It's very possible that, you know, some, some months I've gained weight, some other months I've dropped weight. Like, I fully get that, you know, if we are saying the measurements aren't changing, I am the one who's changing. Cool. However, I can find some stores and even some genes that are measured the same and they don't even, like, literally gene to gene, you can see that there's something off, even though they're the same measurement. And I don't get it. Like, is this some kind of joke? i like, are we jokes to these fashion people? Keep in mind, I'm not the most fashion-forward human being. That does not mean I don't have style. Okay, that's not to say I don't have style. But if I'm buying jeans, right? If I'm buying jeans, especially the stretchy kind, I like the stretchy kind because you know you just need to add a little slack for the day I'm with it. You know. One really, really big meal so that, you know, my waist doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what I mean? If you're about to eat that food, that's like, all right, I'm going to knock out the rest of the day. Like, you know I've cleared my schedule. I have nothing else to do today. All I want to do this afternoon/slash evening is eat to my heart's content. What jeans am I wearing when I'm going out to that place? <laughs> so I like the stretchy kind of jeans. Now, Usually, I will go to, um, I usually shop at, like, what's American Eagle. Um, Usually, that's usually my go-to place because it seems like of all the places I've tried, they seem the most consistent with their measurements. They seem. And I usually try to find the same type of jeans at this point because, honestly, I found the one that works. And if it works, might as well just maintain it because the hell of trying another place, I'm like, okay, I know my measurements. I'm going to try them. Is it going to fit? Is it not? Like it is stressful and tiresome. Like I really don't even enjoy the process of going to the actual store to try on jeans. Just so I can, like I'm like, yep, yeah, that's the one. Like to buy two, three. Like I'm that guy that will literally buy the same jeans in three different colors because honestly, I cannot okay kill myself. If it fits, it fits. I don't have the energy to now try something else. I'm like maybe a different style, the different see if it's if it's let's just keep buying the same one. Let's not worry about jeans. Like, I can change my tops instead if I want to be, you know, extra stylish this month or next month or whatever. I can buy a dress shirt, t shirt, um, you know, I'll buy that, you know, Bubba, all these things. Like, you can, there's so much you can do with tops that jeans aren't the thing I want to worry about. And yet, jeans just find a way to piss me the hell off. Like, why? Now, that's just even just the buying of the jeans. Okay, so you bought jeans that fit. Good. Well done. Thank you, Father. It has wasted however many minutes of my life just finding these jeans. Cool. Oh, I found these jeans. I washed them. The first time, you know it's fine. Some of them bleed, some of them don't. Again, that's just another frustrating... Oh, my word. So, which ones are going to bleed? Which ones are not going to run? Like, Again, keep in mind, for laundry's sake... I obviously separate jeans. Like if you don't separate your own jeans for laundry sake, honestly, clearly you like living life on the edge. And if you do, <laughs> you know what? the <laughs> best to you because clearly you like danger in your life and I love it for you. If that's your thing, I am excited for your life to be running that risk every time you run jeans with anything else. Good luck to you. But if you do not, and obviously you should probably wash them separately, you don't know if someone one is going to run or not. Okay. Let's say again, now you've escaped the runniness of your jeans. You've escaped that and now you've bought it and you know, it's all great, you've dried it, you're ready to wear it again. After a while, there is, for the, again, for me, and that pisses me off about my jeans. Without fail, there is one location, without fail, that always seems to rip, without fail. Any pair of jeans I bought, and keep in mind, I've tried Nordstrom, I've tried Old Navy, I've tried Gap, I've tried which other sort? I've tried um, American Eagle, Urban Outfitters, um, which ones even? I've tried Levi's, uh, Hollister. Like I've tried. was this thought that was really, really popular in the US, um, in uh, UK, ASOS, A S O S, yeah, ASOS. I've tried those guys. Like I'm exhausted. <laughs> Like I even tried Walmart, bruh. Like, oh these I'm tired. I'm tired. Oh my god. I'm frustrated. Jeez. <sighs> the only one that seems currently to be semi-useful, American Eagle. But again, back to my point. They all, every single one of them without fear, rip in the same place where your thighs touch. Same place every time. Just start ripping right from there. Without fear. Like I wish my jeans would rip because like, you know, like I was bending too much or, you know, it was too tight. So it ripped around, you know, the, the butt crack or it ripped around my knees or it ripped around my calf, which by the way, I've had that rip, um, like a pair of, um, pants, like regular dress pants actually ripped by my calf because for whatever reason, one time I just like kneeling to get something and it just burst at the calf. That's, and luckily I've not seen that again. Um, but like, I've had some interesting wardrobe malfunctions in my life, but again, that's not to this topic. These jeans, always, always without fail, any show I've gone to, burn off, and at some point just rip by the thighs, every single time. Now, can I understand? Thick thighs save lives. I, I get it, yes. Thick thighs save lives. I get that. But for the love of God, please, Please, somebody, discover jeans. (laughs) No, (laughs) what? I'm begging you, please. I'm begging. I'm begging. I'm I'm (sighs) begging. Oh my God. How many jeans? Like, so obviously, we already know as an industry, fast fashion is terrible for the environment, right? Because as you can imagine, if you buy jeans and wear them for however however long, three months, four months, they're ruined and you have to toss them. They can't be recycled. Like jeans are very, very difficult to recycle. And as a result, if you donate it, it's a bad idea because whoever you're donating to isn't going to wear it. They're not going to spend the money to patch it up or they're just going to buy something else anyways. So clearly donating your clothes that are already ripped is a waste. If you toss them in the garbage, it's going to take ridiculously long for them to recycle. They're just better off just putting it in landfill. So fast fashion is already ruining the environment as well, right? Obviously we talk about the pollution that it takes to make the fast fashion in the first place, the pollution that comes from obviously wasted fast fashion, and obviously also for people who nothing's wrong with their jeans, but they just want to change it because style has passed. Imagine if you bought bootcut jeans way back when, and then you know slim fits came out, or people that had baggy jeans, and then, you know, the world changed and apparently up being all slim, you know, regular fits. Um, skinny fits are now the thing to do in this uh, modern age. So there's all that that's also added. And now these jeans are ripped and there's no way for it to go. So I have to toss them. And I would love to be able to buy jeans. Like if I would, if I could find even expensive jeans that wouldn't burn or rip or whatever at this particular location, it'd be fantastic but well, like literally, this is what, year 12 in Canada. And every year without fail, at least one, at least one every year rips in the same location. Now, I don't know any fashion designer designers. I don't know any fashion designers that make jeans. I should say, not, I, know, I know some fashion designers, yes. And speaking of, just going to quickly plug in, um, I got um, tops from this guy in Nigeria. Ausho Couture. I'm just going to give him a shout out. Aosho This guy was like, hey, like, again, we've we've made some tops in the past together. And like, more recently, I was like, okay, I need another set. I reached out to him, hey, what's up? Took a photo, just one photo or two. A photo of my, um, you know, frontal and then a profile photo on my side. That was all he needed. And this guy made tops to measure. When I say perfect fit with just a photo. Ha! There's talent and there's talent. Bruh. Talent. Like... Anyways, back to what I was saying. So, I don't know if fashion designers that make jeans. <laughs> if I could talk to them. Just like, see, if you only even just put the selling points, that these jeans will never rip at the price. They can rip elsewhere. Me, I will put my money. I will invest. Fully, fully. I will give you all of my, in fact, take everything. Take all my money. Take it. Take it. Take my money. Please, take the money. But, you know what, 2021, I know we have other priorities. <laughs> Let's be alive now. It's only who is alive that can wear jeans. So, I guess it is what it is. You can find. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, getting out of Corona is the, is the, is the primary thing. Once well, you get out of there, you can come back and worry about to lose jeans problems. But man, it's still a problem nonetheless because this thing has been going on for far too long. I mean, let me not talk about black girls who are trying to find jeans because that one is a different WALA. Like, that one in itself is also, a topic completely like black women trying to find jeans that fit. <laughs> well, on that note, I catch you all next week. Stay safe if you're in Ontario. Obviously, you know, stay indoors. Um, Corona is outside. Um, but Misha, I'm going to be outside if they, if they like, they should come and beat me, they'll find me where I am. Peace.